Speak seductively. Hi, everyone. I'm Kyle Cannon, erotic fiction author, naturist, and swinger. And I'm Lily Cannon, book cover model, audiobook narrator, naturist, and swinger. And you're listening to the Speak Seductively podcast. I have an erotic fiction series called The Photographer's Story and over 15 erotic novellas on Amazon. Two themes in my work are the promotion of a sex-positive lifestyle and the development of strong, sexually confident female characters. My writing has been described as slow foreplay, building until the reader is breathless with need. You can find my novels and short stories on Amazon. They're all free with Kindle Unlimited. We want to welcome you to another exciting and informative edition of Speak Seductively. We use this platform to promote other authors, talk about sex and relationships. Please be aware, we will be discussing adult topics from sex to the swinging lifestyle and more. Our approach is always classy, but be ready for frank conversations. Our guests are frequently erotic authors or those in the lifestyle. Hey everyone, this is Kyle, and I'm going to apologize in advance. Uh, Lily just got a work call before we started the interview, so I may be flying solo for most of uh, the interview tonight, um, but that's okay because I've got an exciting author with me, um, Kristen Lance. Uh, we ran across each other on Twitter, and I've looked at some of her books. I'm, I'm going to tell you I haven't read them in any detail, but um, she's got some really, really great stuff out there. So um, as usual, I'll have all her uh, book info in our description and in the links. But um, let me go ahead and introduce everyone to Kristen Lance. And Kristen, can you tell the listeners a little about yourself, um, who you are, what your background is? Um, hi, I'm Kristen, and um, I'm an erotica author, I guess, or erotic romance. Um, and my background... Uh, kind of has nothing to do with writing, but, um, <laughs> forget that I'm part actually, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I have a master's degree in architecture. Um, so, so wait, uh, so, so you can, you, you know how to erect things and sorry for yes, that bad pun. There we go. <laughs> how did I not think of that one? Um, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, um, about a year and a half ago, I started um, writing stories and putting them on Amazon, just kind of on a whim. Um, and my inspiration to write stories is kind of um, twofold. So uh, first of all, I live in the mountains of Oregon, and I've kind of lived in the mountains my whole life. So I sort of wanted to write stories about women more like me, um, mm -hmm. who are, you know, adventurous and outdoorsy and not wearing high heels and stuff like that. Um, you know, cause I feel like a lot of stories are about more urban people. Um, and then my second inspiration is, uh, I'm in, in my husband is Asian. So I'm in an interracial relationship and, um, I wanted to write sort of more true natural stories about interracial relationships mm -hmm. rather than kind of fetishizing it um so that's me and I tend to write polyamorous stories because that's what my audience likes um and that's about it okay so what um there there was a lot there but I'm going to ask you uh jump what's your latest book what what's the last book you wrote 
Um, it's called Oblivious. So um, it's about a skater girl and it's, there's a, it's a, the first book in a series. So um, it's about a professional skateboarder who meets like a wealthy lawyer and kind of the interaction between uh, the opposites attract kind of thing that's going on there. Um, and it'll progress through, I think it's like three or four books. I haven't figured it out yet because I'm not a plotter. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with the second book and that releases uh, on this weekend. So I'm curious, you say you're not a plotter. Um, I, I'm not either when I write. I, I tend to let the characters take me where they want to go and the and the story just kind of flows. Um, yeah. How, how would you describe yourself as an author? Um, yeah, I'm not, I kind of, um, you know, I read a book once that talked about the process that I used and I realized it's a real process, but it's called like skinny drafting. Um, so I sort of write really quickly what I think is going to happen. And then I go back and fill in the details. Um, <laughs> but I don't, uh, I, I'm not good at outlines and things like that. I feel like that sucks the creativity out of the process for me. Yeah, it's um, it's no fun. I've I've tried writing that way. I had somebody suggest that, and um, I, I started doing an outline for a novel that I was working on, and it just bored the hell out of me. Yeah, it sort of makes you feel like you're doing schoolwork or something instead of like writing for fun and writing for pleasure. <laughs> Yeah. Do you ever find, so as I'm writing, sometimes I, I'm getting into dialogue and, and uh, the, the plot, do you ever find that it just runs away from you and, and it ends up someplace where you didn't plan? Uh, yeah, somewhat. And that happens in that first phase that I go through where I just sort of write fast and I don't worry about details and I don't worry about whether or not everything's accurate. Um, and then when I go back and add in the details and the things like that, then I'm like sort of stuck with the plot. So <laughs> at that point, I force myself to stick to it um, most of the time. But uh, yeah, I, I think that that's true of a, but that's part of, I feel like part of doing dialogue and writing the story is getting to know what you want the characters to be like. And for me, it's hard to do that in the outline format it's easier to do that as you're writing. Yeah, um, I, I, the, the whole outline thing, it just doesn't speak to me. And if I, if I write a uh, character in, I, I just can't do it by outline. So I, yeah. I, a lot of, it's funny, I've, we've talked to authors who do that, who plot out their entire book and their story. And I just think more power to you because there's no way I could, I could ever do that. Um, but I think yeah. a lot of, a lot of authors kind of follow our, our style, whatever that is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pantsing, right? <laughs> yeah. So I, one of the things that jumped out at me um, when I saw your profile and then read your biography is on, on Amazon is uh, that you, you like to write about take charge, strong female characters. Uh -huh. Where, where does that come from? And, and Lily and I love that. I mean, that's, that's my, that's my thing. I, I don't like, I don't like women who are um, pushovers. Mm -hmm. 
Lily's back, by the way, and she's grinning. Yeah, hi. (laughs) Hi. Yeah, and I I think a lot of Kyle's characters are, are in essence, me. So um, we really appreciate the strong female characters. Yeah, and so that kind of goes back to um, me wanting to write about women. I guess it's partly like me, but partly like women I know who are in, you know, who are these mountain girls who are snowboarders or skateboarders or whatever. Um, And, you know, to write them as like sort of a simpering little girl who goes along with everything didn't make sense to me. Um, Like if, if a girl or if a woman is a professional skateboarder, she's the badass. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) she has to be a badass in the rest of her life. Yeah. Definitely. So, and that's based on kind of, I worked in the outdoor industry for a long time. So it's kind of, you know, people I've met over the years, uh, uh, real professional snowboarders and kind of how they are, um, or real professional skiers or things like that. Um, or just even people who work in the backside of the industry, you know, um, doing like running shops and things like that. Um, Yeah, do, so that's kind of where that comes from. Do any of the your friends or or people who you may have based some of these characters on, do they know that you write these stories? No, that's like a whole <laughs> different side of my life. Um, because when I started writing, I was still doing freelance marketing in the outdoor industry. Okay. So I really separated that part of my life um, from the writing. And then, you know, COVID hit and the outdoor industry kind of struggled with it a lot, Um, you know. So with that, I was like, well, I guess I'm going to write full time right now. Um, I have two (laughs) kids, so I was stuck at home kind of. So, yeah. um, So, yeah, I'm pushing to make it into more of a full time career because it's kind of more fun than marketing anyway. Um, Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So yeah, that's about, I guess that covers it. <laughs> so how, how have you've been writing for about a year and a half now or two years? About a year and a half. Yeah. How's that? How's it been going as an independent author? How are you finding that? Um, you know, I had, it's, it's got some ups and downs, but, um, I, I sort of like, I didn't do any research. I just like dove in, <laughs> um, because I was like, oh, I have all these stories on my um, iPad and look, you can just stick them on Amazon. I'll see what happens. Um, So, but I had uh, one story collection that really uh, did quite well. Um, So after that, I got more motivated to try to make it happen. And there's been some ups and downs, um, but I'm kind of at the point where, you know, I'm making enough money that it's worth it for me to push past that and try to get to mm-hmm. the point, you know, to make it an actual career. So I'm pretty happy with it, I guess, but it's a little stressful. Yes. <laughs> it, it is, especially if you get on KDP and start watching your sales fluctuate and going, what yeah. the heck's going on? <laughs> yeah. And there's some, like I tried uh, Kindle Vela um, yeah. and that has been interesting because I put a lot of time into it. And at first 
uh, I was making like $6. (laughs) (laughs) But then the bonuses came in and I was like, well, maybe Kinovella does like me after all. Um, So, so yeah, it's all ups and downs and it feels like every book is sort of taking a chance and I Mm. don't know how it's going to hit. So yeah. But uh, I really enjoy writing, so I think it's worth it in the end. So you said you had a bunch of these stories on your iPad. Is it is it something you've been doing for a long time? And where do the stories come from? Uh, well, so I've been writing for a long time. Um, and I used to write like a, a feminist blog for snowboarders. So that might also be where my strong women characters come from. Okay. Um, so I've been writing for a long time and I'm an avid reader and it was just sort of from things that I saw that um, I felt like could be represented in a more interesting way. I started writing like the, the classic like mountain man trope where he's mm-hmm. like, a lumberjack who's hiding in the woods because he doesn't like people or whatever. Right. And that's not my experience of people in mountain towns at all. (laughs) Um, And also not my experience of like lumberjack types. Like, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) No offense to the lumberjacks, but, um, (laughs) but it's, you know, mountain guys in the mountains are like, they're outdoorsy, sporty guys. They're, they tend to be very community focused and like mm-hmm. friendly and outgoing and small town kind of people, not like a grumpy weirdo who hides in the woods and then <laughs> finally meets his damsel in distress. Right. You know? Some kind of, some kind of really sexy hermit that just like yeah, yeah. out in the woods. <laughs> <With abs>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so I was kind of inspired by that um, to write more realistic uh and more diverse characters in mountain towns that more represented my experience. Um, like I lived in mm-hmm. Aspen for a while, in oh, the, wow. which is um, an interesting place to live. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's definitely not full of hermits. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I guess that kind of hopefully answers your question. So, yeah, I... I- I, I just listening to you, I love the fact that first of all, the strong women, and then trying to break some of the, uh, the, the tropes that are out there right now. Um, I get so tired of all the, the cowboy mountain man, uh, book covers that, that keep coming. And it's all the same. It feels like it's all the same book. So I love talking to authors who are breaking the mold. And that kind of gets the question I have for you is, um, do you, do you feel like writing strong women puts you into a a unique niche right now in erotic romance yeah maybe maybe a little bit because i also don't like writing alpha males who are you know entirely alpha males if that makes sense yeah like that's really popular in erotic romance right now Mm -hmm. and it's pretty one-dimensional yeah. So my, you know, my current story, Oblivious, the skater girl is more dominant. Um, so the, the woman is more dominant, but the man is in like a dominant profession. So you would think he would be. Um, 
but he likes to like let go in his free time. Um, so that is sort of, I just like to flip that around yeah. kind of and not be so one-sided with the portrayal of men or women. I just um, think there's something sexier about writing a story that is so close to what could be reality rather than, yeah. you know, like take that hermit mountain man or, you know, the lone cowboy or whatever. All the yeah. Hall- Hallmark movie characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and so you said that, um, that some of these characters, you know, there are, or the people in your life don't really know, um, that you write these characters and that you write, um, these books. Is that true for everyone in your life? Is this, is this like an alter ego that you have that you're writing under Kristen Lance and that there's, um, very few people who know? Yeah, it's a pseudonym. So Mm -hmm. like, uh, my husband knows that I write them, but he doesn't read them because they don't have any pictures in them. He says, (laughs) yeah, there you go. Um, and then, you know, my parents know that I'm writing, but they haven't read any of my stories. Um, it's nobody really knows that I'm writing, um, because, well, part of it was because I just did it on a whim. So I was like, Ooh, I don't know if I want anybody I actually talk to, to read these and, you know, <laughs> like and, a and judge you. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> what if they're not that good? You know, if strangers on the internet, give me three stars, whatever, but <laughs> yeah, so, I, it, it, so, so a very small group of people know. Yep. Just a very small group of people. Um, and then, you know, on, on Twitter, there's a really big community of erotica and erotic romance writers. So if I want to, if I need to talk to somebody about book stuff, there's plenty of people to talk to. Um, yeah, there is a really great community out there of freelance writers and, um, other other like-minded people who write books and things. We have the alter ego thing as well. We yeah. have pseudonyms and um, write under different things. And and we've talked to a lot of authors uh, about that subject and why they keep things uh, separate, why they keep their lives. Are you enjoying the podcast so far? To help us continue bringing you quality and interesting interviews, please consider supporting us. To learn more about Kyle and his work, follow him on Twitter at Kyle Cannon Author, or on Instagram, at Kyle Cannon Fiction, or Facebook, Kyle Cannon. Now back to Speak Seductively. Separate, and there's there's a multitude of reasons mm-hmm. and um, why people don't feel like they can, they can tell others that they write erotica. Yeah, and I think, I don't know, maybe like the culture is getting more and more sex positive, but I find when I'm interacting with my friends who are mostly other moms, like hippie Oregon moms, um, (laughs) that I'll say things that I thought were part of like the culture and they don't understand it. Um, and I realize I'm getting it from the really sex positive Twitter Mm -hmm. community. Um, and that, you know, regular people aren't there yet. Um, so yeah, it makes it a little hard to talk to about or to talk about to people, you know, but, uh, maybe if I like 
become famous, I'll just not care. I don't know. <laughs> and just tell everyone. That's that's yeah. our thing. If if I become famous writing or or through doing this, then yeah. we'll well, hell, we'll already be out by then. So. Yep, yep. Our podcast yeah, takes yeah. off and yeah, we're just gonna yeah. <laughs> so, yep. So uh, uh about the writing and you you mentioned getting three stars. Um I I I have found I have found most of the people who read the my erotica and who and the erotica authors are so supportive and so awesome with their comments. Um, I, I'm very appreciative of that. Um, every once in a while, you get that one negative review. Do you have any reviews that just jump out in your mind? Any negative reviews? That's negative. Oh yeah. no, I just occasionally get like the I don't know. Like my most popular books are story collections and they're all MMF stories. So they're, you know, a husband and wife find a third man um, and start a relationship with them. And so like, it's, you know, it'll be like a story collection that says it's 15 MMF erotic romance stories right mm -hmm. and people and like occasionally I'll get a review like whoa I didn't expect there to be all stories <laughs> that were on the same theme and it's like I mean that's what the book cover says so, right yeah but they didn't but, didn't read the fine print yeah but I don't typically get a lot of negative reviews that are written reviews um occasionally I get a one star here or there uh, I, 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 I've had one and it kind of stands out to me. It, Lily and I co-wrote a book together just, just yeah. for fun. And, um, it was basically, the review was basically that it was, um, uh, oh, I can't even remember now, which is a good thing. Basically said that, that it was unintellectual, um, uh, erotica. And I thought there, the book that we wrote was, titled my bound valentine and we didn't we weren't trying to write it as an intellectual treatise on anything well no it was all for valentine's day and, and it was and tongue-in-cheek yeah. other people have loved it so but it's it's funny that was three four years ago that that review came was there and and it still kind of sticks in my craw <laughs> yeah yeah i mean mine is kind of like happy fluff and everybody yeah. always is happy in the end and the whole point is that it's a fun light read and it's a little bit funny and um you know you don't have to worry about drama or like feeling uncomfortable at the end um right yeah and so it's sometimes supposed I'm to like, be fun wow you know I do get the reviews that are like wow it's a little unbelievable that everybody had their happily ever after and it's like well that was kind of the point right you're, you're reading fiction well yeah. not only that but you're reading erotica I mean yeah yeah you don't I personally don't want to read or see erotica that has a terrible ending I mean isn't that the point of a happy ending yeah yeah that's to leave you feeling you just want to like read through the story and you know you feel good at the end that's the point in my stories and some people do other things that are maybe more edgy or interesting, but uh, I just go for making people feel good. So you you mentioned this um, earlier, and I'm looking at at your books right now on Amazon. Um, you do have that theme of male, male, female. 
um, is, and I, I do, I think I do too. In a lot of my books, they tend to head in that direction, but, um, where, you know, what, what inspired you to head that way rather than FFM? Um, well, I, I've never had a, I've never had sex with a woman, so that's one thing. (laughs) Um, so, but, um, I, I actually played around with a few different things when I first started. Um, and none of them are on Amazon anymore, or they're part of short story collections, but I just sort of played around with different ideas to see what people responded to. And that was one that people responded the most Mm -hmm. to. So I think I have a lot of, uh, female readers and it sort of tends to be like a happy fantasy for women. So the idea of like bringing in another guy to spice things up in your marriage or something like that, just things that are fun fantasies for women, um, kind of became my theme along the way, I guess. Um, technically does that become a reverse harem or do you have to have more guys? I don't know. I don't really market it as reverse harem yeah. because I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's so reverse. confusing. I know some people, I do see some people uh, market the threesomes as a reverse harem, but um, the reverse harem people, some of the readers really don't want the men to interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, they want, they want it to be like four guys all focused on the woman which is, I guess, probably the fantasy of it. Um, but for me, I think it's a little more realistic and a little more sexy if the guys also, um, you know, do stuff together, if they're also attracted to each other. Um, so that, I don't know, that's just my take on it. Um, and when I do market to reverse harem readers, I get a little bit more comments like, whoa, I didn't expect that part to happen. <laughs> so you have something new that has come out um can you tell our listeners about the the new story that you have oh I did earlier when you weren't in the room I think (laughs) yeah Yeah. oh oh I'm sorry I didn't (laughs) hear it (laughs) yeah yeah do so you've got a oblivious is your new release um are you working are you working on something beyond that right now Yeah, so Oblivious is the newest release, and it's about a professional skateboarder um, who is kind of discovering that she kind of is into femdom, like uh, being dominant. Um, And then the next book in that series is called Uptight, and that's kind of the expansion of that relationship um, and the adding of a third person into it. Um, So that series will continue for one or two more books like I have the story arc in my mind but I'm not sure how many books it'll take um, but they're just short stories they're just like a quick fun read that you can read in a couple hours um, and then together it'll be released as sort of like a full book cool if um so when you write your books and, and you mentioned femdom and some of the the catchphrases for like erotica um, do you do research and look into like things that you, or have you personally experienced some of the things that you've written about? Um, 
I've experienced some of it. I went through sort of a phase when I was um, in grad school, I guess, most of it. Um, so it's sort of jumping off of my experiences when I was younger. Like okay. I'm, I'm old and married now and we're not, <laughs> we're not really that interesting. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but back in the day, no. Um, so it's sort of a combination of things that I've experienced and things that I've, um, you know, researched, or I talked to people about, I've talked to a lot of bisexual guys about um like their side of the fantasy and how they feel about it and their experiences um and kind of all comes together I guess (laughs) but I like with femdom or anything with BDSM I haven't done that much of it so I never take it too far and I always make my characters beginners and kind of like bumbling their way through it. <laughs> so that's, um, you know, that, cause that's the level I'm at. If we try anything, we're like, oh, I guess we do this, <laughs> you know? Um, so, yeah. It's, it's funny. The, the book that I'm, uh, that's coming out for me on October 8th is, um, is kind of like that. Um, I don't know much. We don't do much with BDSM at all. Um, so, but I wanted to write about a couple who was getting into that and exploring it. So um, it, it was funny as you were talking, Lily was looking at me and nodding and saying your book. <laughs> yeah. And we've, we've interviewed enough authors and we have friends and in, in now the writing world that can read those and give us feedback and help with Uh, any of the details that we might be missing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of resources out there and a lot of, um, you know, people that tell you if you're doing it wrong. And (laughs) the main thing is, is I try not to, I just don't go into anything that's too, um, you know, too hard pain stuff or anything like that, because I don't relate enough I have to at least relate somewhat to what the characters are doing um, yeah. or it starts to get difficult to write. It, it's hard. It's hard getting into the the characters then. And, and there's stuff, especially with BDSM, like the, the ropes stuff. I couldn't even begin to try to write about any of that. Yeah. 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 So, there's some complex things. <laughs> <laughs> so um, before we wrap up uh, a question for you, uh, we definitely want our listeners to go out and get oblivious, but you, you've got a lot that you've written. If you had to tell someone to, if you had to pick one of your books that best describes your writing style or maybe your favorite book that you've written, uh, what would it be as a recommendation to somebody to read? Um, oh, that's a good question. I have a series that's called, um, everything wild and it starts with showing her the wild. And, um, it's about like a group of backcountry guys that guides, sorry, a group of backcountry guides that, uh, take people out on backpacking trips and like kind of the hijinks that they get into in a sexual nature. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So there's a, it's a series and it's the different members of this group of backcountry guides. Um, and that series is really close to my heart because it's like 
because I'm an outdoor enthusiast and I spent have spent a lot of time in the backcountry and it's about the backcountry around uh, Jackson, Wyoming, where I've spent a lot of time. Um, so it kind of has those elements of what it's really like to be in the backcountry, but then like crazy sex that probably wouldn't work as well as it does in the book. <laughs> <laughs> too, many, too many pine cones and pine needles. Yeah, yeah. There'd always be something poking you, I'm sure. Right? Yeah. Every every fantasy story about outdoors, you're like, yes, that sounds amazing. And then if you get out there, you're like, this is a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of bad ideas, though, I see your book, All Kinds of Bad Ideas, and you're, you have a five novella bundle. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just curious is what what are all five of those like they're all kinds of bad ideas but what are the five bad ideas oh it's like if the series each title they're in there it's like he's too old for you he's too young for you he's no good for you so it's like about a character who's being told not to date a certain person and their exploration of whether or not that should work kind of um so those are the bad ideas okay (laughs) (laughs) like dating a guy who's much younger than you or dating a guy who's much older than you or dating a guy who uh you know you've heard bad things about or things like that oh okay (laughs) lily and i are laughing at each other we may have heard things like that (laughs) (laughs) um and, but they all end up, you said your, your books always end up with, you know, happy, happy people at the end. So I guess if uh, they were told not to do those things, they all end up okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they all end up with people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they all end up happy. Yes. Uh, and yeah, that's the, that's kind of the theme of it is like moving from like, they have a bad impression of the person for some reason to they you know, find something out about them that they like kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have uh, one more because we're looking at your Amazon page and I'm I'm always fascinated and curious about book covers and I, I like the visual stuff. Um, I guess I like picture books as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, is, is there anything uh, like personal about your uh, author picture? Is this, is it a, is it a personal picture or is it uh, oh artist. no, it's just a stock photo. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> it's a random, I don't even know when I put this one up actually. Uh, yeah. Um, I like it. no, <laughs> <laughs> I just like cropped a stock photo so you couldn't see it. One mm-hmm. thing that was personal about it is it is of an Asian guy and a white woman, which is the kind of relationship that I'm in. Oh, so, okay. um, but other than that, no, I used to have my own photo on Twitter, but I've taken it down um, because I it wasn't a sexy photo. It was just a photo of me snowboarding. Uh, oh, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> I used to be a snowboard instructor for a lot of years. So that nice. was that. Yeah, um, we're big fans of the outdoors. So we're. We oh, actually okay. love that area. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Uh, one of my favorite places is Glacier National Park in Montana and. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just the mountains are, I I am always drawn to the mountains before I'd be drawn to a beach. So. Yeah. Yeah. Right now I live in the mountains of Oregon, sort of very deep in a forest. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So 
and we've lived all, we've lived all over in different mountain towns throughout the years. So that's kind of where I draw that inspiration. I almost never make people in a city, or if they're in a city, they leave. Yeah, we would. Mountains. We would love to um, be more mountain town people, but it doesn't really fit into the nature nudist kind of thing that we enjoy <laughs> going on. There's there's a lot of winter months in there that may not uh, go in with our naturist uh, personalities. Yeah, so. frostbite yeah. on places you don't want frostbite. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> We'd need a, a nice chalet to be able to, to stay nice and cozy and warm in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, is there anything else you would like to tell our listeners? Any kind of um, final parting thoughts or um, inspiration to tell them to go buy the books? Uh, no, I can't think of anything. Um, they're fun, sexy, quick reads. So I guess if you're in the mood for a happy, fun read, go check one out. All right. Well, thank you so much, Kristen, for hanging out with us tonight. We love to meet new authors. We love to talk to people all over the world. Um, yeah. And we're so happy to promote indie authors and get that sex positive message out there because that is very much mm -hmm. our wheelhouse and mm -hmm. where, where we like to promote. So we're so happy that that we've gotten to talk to you and promote your books and everything. So listeners, please go out and look for Kristen Lance and all of her links and everything will be in the description as always. So thank you so much for hanging out with us tonight. And we appreciate you so much. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Welcome to Speak Seductively. If you were listening and would like to support us, please follow the link to make a donation. Our goal is to bring better quality and more guests. Your support always helps. Speak seductively. Yeah.